0: Morning, Miss Evelyn.
1: Good morning, Joe B.
0: Happy Father's Day.
1: Well, Happy Father's Day to you too.
0: (laughs) Good deal. Yeah, that would be appropriate. Mm. Hey, uh, we got a flat tire, so it's roadside assistance, and you you made the right call. And we're going to get into what the calling, uh, who you called, and what it was, and everything. But we're going to talk to Jesse Chandler of Martin Service Center of Salem, Illinois, who is our tire repair man. Meet you, Jesse.
2: It was a flat tire change.
0: <laughs> yeah, we woke up this morning, had a flat tire on our uh, Tundra, and uh, we made a phone call, and bingo, there's Jesse. So, how does your operation work, Jesse?
2: You make a claim through your insurance company, and we get dispatched out to it, and we provide whatever service you're needing—flat tire, fuel delivery, tow.
0: You say you do construction daytime. What kind of construction?
2: We actually build the bridges that a lot of the campers travel over going between Missouri and Illinois. Really? Is there an
0: increase in that?
2: And a lot more towards Chicago up north, but Missouri's actually cut back on their bridge work.
0: Yeah, what about your personal life? You got any? (laughs)
2: Business.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All business, huh? All the time. Yeah. What's your goal? Are you working
2: towards some goal? Retiring. Oh, <laughs> traveling yeah. in a
0: camper. How old
2: are you? Thirty-three.
0: See, you're just starting. Yeah. Oh, so you want to get a camper? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to listen to the retired rotors podcast. We'll tell you how to do it and everything. Uh, so, what's the farthest you had to go to uh, answer a call?
2: Ellisville. I had one going from Ellisville, Missouri, to Evansville, Indiana. It was. I spent nine and a half hours in a truck that day for two toes.
0: Well, Jesse, it's halfway through Saturday, and uh, you think you'll be working all Saturday and Sunday? Oh,
2: yeah. I probably won't get back in tonight until probably after midnight.
0: Good golly. Good golly, Jesse. But you're uh, what makes rich people. Right. Steady work. Live yeah. it today. Thanks a million for coming out.
2: That's not a problem. You
0: said you have no... Uh, personal life. You're working all the time. Uh, Tell me about your family.
2: Well, I've got four children and a foster child. They're all from the age of 14 to nine. And our foster child is three.
0: And what's your wife's name? Barbara. So she's doing all the work while you're out here running around, huh? Oh, yeah,
2: for sure. She keeps the home life moving.
0: Well, she's uh, very lucky to have you, Jesse, because... Industry will get you a lot of things. Uh, my father always said, if you fall in love with your work, you'll never want for anything.
2: I look at it, that's, that's about how I look at it. And if you enjoy your work, you don't work a day in your life.
0: Okay, let me put you on the spot. Can you name your kids?
2: Yep. It's Nevaeh, Colton, Rylan, and Remington. Two boys, two girls. Remington, you named after the uh, painter? Shotgun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was the shotgun. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm a Browning, and uh, uh, we we come by that honest too, you know. Yeah. I always say I was named after the poet. Yeah. So uh, you like Remingtons?
2: Yeah, I shoot anything.
0: Yeah. How yeah. many guns you got? Three. Everybody in Southern Illinois have weapons. Most people uh, in the city don't understand what we do down here. We're, we're hunters, you know. I've I was raised with a 12-gauge shotgun leaned up against the back door.
2: Mine was a 410. Yeah.
0: Yep. Oh, that's a beautiful little
2: gun. Oh yeah. Yeah, that'd be just right for uh, uh, one of your boys. Yep. If I had it, it would be. I I wish I had it to hand it down, but. Yeah. It was lost in a house fire.
0: Oh, that's the way with mine. I had a 16-gauge Brown uh, Blackhawk Blackhawk single-barrel shotgun that I'd give anything for, and I don't know what happened to
2: it. You know. Yeah. Killed I a lot of rabbits. I understand the loss on that. It's almost a heartache.
0: Yes, yeah. It's like losing one of your arms. Hey, get on the road. Let's make some money for those kids. Oh, yeah. Got to, got to. They're not cheap. Thank you, Jesse. See you later. You Have a good one. Okay. I hope I don't see you later. I hope I just uh, right. we meet at the restaurant and say hi. Right. Okay. What a treat it was to get acquainted with Jesse Chandler.
1: Yes, thank goodness for him, huh? Well, you know.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine coming all the way from Salem just to change a tire?
1: Uh, no, but I sure am tickled because yeah. um, I guess, like, especially with the rigs that um, people who are camping drive, it sometimes takes a big dude, just mm-hmm. like you were doing it on some semi, I guess. Uh, so we're very lucky, though, that we had insurance to do it. And and also we were very lucky that we were sitting here and it happened. It wasn't happened going down the road because going down the road and having a flat tire could be a really scary situation.
0: Now tell us what uh, you went through to get the right roadside assistance program.
1: Um, well, I was just... Uh, anytime, we go once a year to camp big time. I mean, we might go a little short twist, but this one I always want to be prepared because you never know what's going to happen and I'm always the type that I'd rather pay a company or somebody a little extra money uh, so that we'd be covered no matter what because we're not in the position at our advancing age uh, to get out on the side of the road and try to change a tar or flag down someone. If we were a little younger, maybe you could flag down some gorgeous girl passing by that would want to assist you.
0: Uh, well, I appreciate you thinking <laughs> that she would be a gorgeous girl.
1: Well, yes. Uh, uh, so
0: That's what I did. I flagged you down.
1: Yes, yes you did. <laughs> and my mother warned me. But, you know, kids, they never listen.
0: Well, see, you didn't have any brothers <laughs> or sisters to give you good advice.
1: I know. I know. And my brother, of course. But. We don't like him, and that's one reason why.
0: Yes.
1: Well, he's he's such
0: a success that uh, I'm envious of him.
1: (laughs) Yes. Anyway, so I have had...
0: Evelyn is an only child.
1: (laughs) I've had uh, coverage with uh, Good Sam uh, for a long time. Started out just so I could get a 10% discount on camping fees, and that doesn't sound like much, but it does add up. Um, And uh, so I was looking, and mine was about to expire and so I decided I better get it and they had a deal on so I could get it for two years and I thought that might be about right two years and so anyway I got it so that we're covered when we're going down the road and with the coverage from Good Sam it covers if we get in our car at home and we're going down the road and have trouble um I also have what we call travel assist who just pertains just to us as you know, occupants of these um, machines going down the road that if something happened to you and you were unable to drive um, this camper um, health-wise, they would fly you home. They would fly us home or rental a car if we weren't too far away to get us home and they would take care of Uh, getting our trailer and truck back delivered to us. Uh, And they pay for everything. And so I thought that would be a good extra thing to have. And also it covers flat tires. Not only does it cover calling someone to take care of changing it, it also uh, helps in depending on what kind of flat it is. Like I think for sure, like if you had a big pothole, Potholes, things like that, that it's covered. And um, so I just happened to get it. And I thought, what the heck? I'll give them $50 for a year. And... Um, is that all that cost? Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's amazing.
1: Yeah, it is. Good Sam's really, really, I, I like them. And most of the people that you call and talk to are always very kind and very helpful. Mm-hmm. So... <clears throat> that's what I did and I couldn't and I also did it because I knew the tires on the trailer we got this what three years ago I guess and we've never had anything done to the tires we've never rotated the tires we've never and you know lugs my famous lugs.
0: The lug nuts uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, tightening. Is yeah.
1: that or tightening? No, I think they're. They just by now they have just disappeared. Oh. There's no lugs.
0: You mean the <laughs> unscrewing of the lug nuts? Yes. So anyway, that's the name of my next <clears throat> band.
1: So I thought. Well, as much as we uh, have this, uh, although we do have it undercover. uh um, Wouldn't that be
0: a good name of the band, Lug, lug Nuts? Lug,
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it would be. Anyway, uh, we do have it under storage, under cover, and um, I know that helps a tremendous amount in being in Phoenix, but the heat alone there can dry out tires just sitting in your driveway. And um, so I thought it might not be a bad idea, but it didn't happen on our trailer. It happened on the truck. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we'll see. All we have to do is now uh, take a picture of our tire and uh, send it in with a claim and we'll see if they will take care of
0: now we have to find a repair center a uh, tire repair <coughs> center get yeah. the tire repaired find out why it went flat i'd be very interested in that did oh. someone put a blade to it or uh, did it just uh,
1: yeah and think where we went beforehand i mean we decided to take a drive through the country to go to thompsonville so we went about 15 miles out of the way in the back roads, where we did not see one vehicle. I remember not one other vehicle on the road because we had had a rain, all the farmers had everything put up. They had stopped you know, combining wheat, left the machinery in the field. And we were just enjoying the beautiful fields and the bumpy roads and, and we would have been out there. Of course, now we have phones this day and age which we could have called someone, but still yet, I think we were very lucky that we didn't see it was flat until, you know, and it had to go flat during the night because we felt no motion whatsoever. Maybe you don't, but I always thought you'd hear a thump, 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 thump.
0: We we were so far out in the country that we saw an Amish in his buggy and... He stopped us and wanted to know how long we'd been
1: lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he was driving a team of mules, and, <laughs> and he couldn't help us. Yeah. <laughs> Offered us one meal, but one wouldn't be enough.
0: We have to do a podcast, a future podcast, on places we've eaten since we've been here. Oh. Because we have had uh, quite an array, quite, quite an assortment. You know, we ought to... We ought to create a, uh, don't they have these programs uh, where you go from place to place and oh, you sure. have dessert, what do they call that, dessert at one place, and uh, what kind of party is that, there's a name for it, where you uh, uh, go one place for uh oh, salad. Oh, a and progressive
1: the, dinner. Yeah. Yes, that would be neat, uh, probably a little easier in the city. Yeah. Then out here, it well, might true. take you a day or two to get your meal complete. But, but it would be unique. Oh, yeah. But I think what's unique about this is how people have made restaurants out of old buildings. Mm-hmm. They haven't built a brand new building. You know, we get tickled here. We had an Applesby's here in town. And during the COVID buildup, um, they went, they closed. And they didn't open up. And they sold their lot and they didn't leave the building. They came in and demolished the whole building. Well, what we have been having fun doing is going to places where they have converted an old building into some place to eat. And they've left it, in some cases, definitely on the outside, they've left it like it was. On the inside, of course, they've changed it and it's very modern and up-to-date. But A couple of nights ago, we went to um, a truck stop. And next to a truck stop, you know, usually you have a um, subway inside of a big truck stop, which is a great thing for us. You can run in and get a little sandwich and gas up at the same time and keep going down the road. Or they have a Dairy Queen or they have a Hardee's or something like that, fast food. But up next door to this one up in Ina... Is like a beat up old building, and you go inside, and it's got tin roofing on the walls and just really old fashioned. It's got a couple of uh dummies, like uh-huh. a dummy or a mannequin, I should say, probably than a dummy, I guess. <laughs> uh, of a lady who every time I walk in the door, I swear she is real. And when we went in here the other night, we've been there two times already. When we went there the, the night, I walked in and I, for the first time in a long time, and I thought, oh, they've got another mannequin. It's sitting by the, oh, when I recognized that mannequin, but this one I didn't. And he it was a man, and he was just kind of turned, sitting, looking toward her. And then about the time he moved, and I thought, jeepers, creepers. <laughs> I almost passed out, But because he was a real guy. And I guess he was just sitting real close to her, just checking how she was made and what she had on and everything. Uh,
0: he was waiting for his order.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was waiting for his wife to say something, yeah. <laughs> and she didn't. <laughs> but it's a barbecue place, and it's called Uncle Joe's, which is kind of neat, uh, since your name is Joe. Mm-hmm. And barbecue out of this world. It was really good. So then um, my son Kelly, he knows all these places, and so does Joey. Uh, but we're always talking food with Kelly for some reason. One, because he's such a great cook. Uh, he told us, oh, you need to go to uh, Thompsonville, which has, uh, what, 2,000 people in the whole little town, I think. Or uh, 200. <laughs> Probably to closer to 200, 200 active people. Yeah. <clears throat> He said and go to the O-G-I-G-A which here is Independent Grocers Alliance. Um, it's a grocery store and evidently it has been gone a long time and so you drive up and it looks different on the outside of cars and it was called Scooterdales. Scooterdales I think <clears throat> and inside they've got a band playing made up I know of local farmers <laughs> and you know it's really great they're playing music customers are sitting inside and they are uh singing along with everybody and remember
0: junior on hee hall. yes yeah there were there were five juniors up there yes. playing in that band
1: at least and switching out and playing playing more than one instrument yeah. and uh or
0: trying to play more than yeah. one.
1: yeah and it was a uh friday night so a lot of people were coming in and oh hi hi you could tell they were meeting there almost every Friday night after they get off work or uh, get their farm chores done and everything and it was just a great gathering place and the food of course that they had a barbecue again is really famous but what is really popular around here is catfish Mm -hmm. fried catfish and so that was good and so then another one he says oh if you like that he said there's one called The Mill in Cesar. Well, Sessor is about the same, except they have something so outstanding <clears throat> that people drive from all over for it. And it's a custard shop. It is twice Get it, as get it small right.
0: Custard stand.
1: Custard stand. That's perfect for the correction because it is a stand. Yeah. It is not a building it's per not se a shop. it's not a shop it's a stand like you would see at an old county fair or something almost that bad not that bad but when they open up people are waiting outside they are parked all over the neighborhood and they are probably at least one or two lines of people waiting around to get waited on So we have been there hundreds of times. Every time we go to Illinois, somebody will say, oh, be sure you go to the custard stand. And um, people post from here. They'll say, oh, custard stand just opened. We're all going over on Friday night. And here they go, you know. But in the same little town, north of the town, evidently there was a grain mill. And it had gone out of business. And when you drive up and you see it from a distance, it's still a grain mill. It still has the... um, grain bins outside of all different sizes great big tall ones and small ones It still has all the piping and everything that goes from one to the other to move the grain on down till it gets to the railroad cars or whatever semis that's going to haul it away and but then you walk inside and oh they've redone the whole inside and um to the office part and it's beautiful they got the big tvs going you would think you were downtown you know mesa and some cute little store of some kind and of course then their main thing is catfish too and oh and i forgot one of the main things at uh, joe's barbecue is fried bologna sandwiches Mm -hmm. and that used to be i would imagine almost a staple around here a long time ago and they have brought it back and and people drive everywhere to come and get a fried bologna sandwich
0: they call it round steak.
1: Yeah, round steak. <laughs> yeah, we poor we poor farming people did call it round steak at one time. Yeah.
0: Well, I uh, joy took <clears throat> joy took me up and uh, introduced me to the uh, fried bologna sandwich the last time we were here a year ago, and surprisingly, it is delicious. It's about an eighth of an inch slab of bologna, mm-hmm. and it's fried real crisp.
1: Or right, maybe uh, bigger. It could be a quarter of an inch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. I think it's a quarter
0: of an inch. Yeah. And the, and the onion rings. Oh. oh,
1: my gosh. Oh, Joe has this thing about onion rings. He likes them burned. And everybody else say, okay. And they bring them back, and they're just barely fried, as usual. And now we told this guy we didn't care. We will not send them back. It's not going to cost you anything if they're so burnt, we can't eat them, but please. And they came out, and they were fried and burnt to perfection. (laughs) They were out of this world. Because even when we went back the second night with Chelsea and her family, um, they weren't as burnt or as crisp, but they were still really good.
0: Well, he came out, and he said, is this the same group? (laughs) Yes, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, they must have been in a hurry because... uh, they were black, but not black enough. Yeah,
1: yeah, they were really good. So, um, I'm sure there's little spots like this, and there is in Mesa, right down from uh, Sammy's house, um, and Sammy lives in Mesa, Arizona, and in a great subdivision, which has no concrete streets at all. There's still what what would you call them? Just
0: Appalachia and the city.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they're not paved in any way. They're not asphalt on them. They're not. dirt. Not even rock. They're not even rock. I mean, when it rains really bad, they're going to wash out. (laughs) But anyway, so I guess from her down to almost the bottom of the Superstition Mountain, which she's not very far from, there is a little place in, what was it called? I can't remember. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> I should not have brought it up if I can't remember the name, right?
0: You know, we've got a rule in our podcast <laughs> that we... Predetermined oh, the answer to the question, and and then we asked the a question on the air. And then, whenever we answer our <laughs> okay. own question, a- we sound from
1: ask me quickly before what was that. the name of that place? The Hitching Post. Yes, that is so right. And it's not necessarily it is a hitching post for people to ride up because there's a lot of horseback riding out in there, that area. And they got a place to tie up your horse and go in and eat. But it's also a, a hitching post for motorcycle riders mm-hmm. and just the rest of us who come in our little, you know, SUVs. That's what they got. And it's like that too. It's wide open. It has garage doors that open up wide. Uh, That's your scenery to look at the, you know, Superstition Mountain, which is a beautiful thing to see. And um, just bar stool tables all over and a band, you know, a three piece band playing over in the corner. And um, so there's a lot of places like that too.
0: Well, we've got to enjoy the day. Uh, Stephen Joe's going to pick us up at uh, 3 o'clock, and uh, we're going to go to another good-eating place.
1: Oh, yes. Uh, We have uh, someone who I don't even know if she knows about our podcast or listens to our podcast, but this would be a shout-out to Lynn Hunter. Uh Uh, She is the all-time favorite person of the place called the Cracker Barrel. I mean, she will travel... Her and Charlene will travel out of their way at least 50 miles, wouldn't be anything to them, to hit the nearest um, Cracker Barrel. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's where we're going.
0: So it's Cracker Barrel Day for Father's Day and uh, looking forward to it. Uh, so we're getting, uh, getting around today on this Sunday and enjoying
1: things. Uh, and the weather has just switched off, haven't it? Yesterday, I was up at uh, Chelsea's, and wonderful, cool breeze. I mean, we were out helping her um, her and Randy work on their greenhouse, and uh, the weather was just great, great, and today is supposed to be good. Of course, starting tomorrow, I think it's supposed to get a little hotter, but that'll be good. We'll get used to hot weather again before we take off on Thursday to Head head West.
0: Love your show, baby.
1: Love you, too.
0: Have a good one.
1: Okay, talk to you later. Love you, hon. Love you, hon. Bye.
0: Morning, Miss Evelyn.
1: Good morning, Joby. How you doing? Good.
0: How you doing on June, what is it, Juneteenth? Uh,
1: is that what it is? Okay, is I that guess. The, is that
0: the way you... Uh, Uh,
1: Yeah, I'm not sure I understand it, but that's okay.
0: Uh, The way I understand it, reading about it over the weekend, since we're celebrating it today, it's a federal holiday.
1: Oh, it's a federal holiday? Yeah. Okay.
0: And uh, it's a celebration of freedom. Oh. Of uh, basking in the warmness of freedoms for all Americans. Hmm. I, I think... That's the uh, unscientific definition.
1: Well, that sounds good if it'll work.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, I saw a headline in the Union Tribune this morning that says that's just the start. Just naming it and uh, uh, celebrating it is just a start. Now we have to act it out.
1: Yes, definitely. I'll agree with that.
0: Federal holiday means the post office is closed and oh uh, schools are closed. Oh my gosh. All oh. the federal buildings are closed. Oh but my gosh. Uh, you know what's not closed? Laundromat <laughs> and Walmart.
1: <laughs> and Walmart.
0: Yeah. You got, uh, you got an appointment with the laundromat for a tire change, and I got an appointment with Walmart for clothes washing. So. so yeah, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that should work.
0: Yeah. I saw a little item on the uh, on uh, Channel 3 News this morning. Uh, some lady was trying to rope a post, and I got to think about your dad. Did your dad ever, I know he was a, a quarter horse uh, breeder and uh, racer and all that, and you were his prime rider. Did you guys ever work with lassos and roping?
1: Uh, let me think. No, he never competed in anything like that. Uh,
0: what well, did he ever he, do it?
1: He probably did it uh, maybe when we had... We used to have a, a herd of cows <clears throat> that we raised all the time, which we were thrilled to death when we got rid of those guys because we had to... Uh, once a year, we had to march them across Highway 37... And sometimes they didn't want to go all (laughs) together. So that proved to be a little exciting.
0: Why did you march them across 37?
1: Because we took them over to Carmen Taylor's pasture. And then we would move them from Carmen's pasture over to our pasture, which was on the other side of Thirty Seven. And we also had to go down and come across a railroad track. Um, Sometimes we just moved in from where my mom and dad lived originally, across the railroad track down to where um, uh, Mr. Adams lived. Probably not Adams. Jim Adams. Probably not at that time he lived -hmm. there. But someone else lived there. But anyway. But we know where it is. We know where it is. And... uh, we uh, would use horses to help transport that. We also would use uh, what we called then four wheelers. Uh, I think Kelly had a four wheeler, and um, then the rest of us would go along with a pickup truck behind or in front to kind of guide them. No horses. You didn't ride horses like
0: a, on yeah. Yellowstone.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I said we had horses. Oh. I thought I said that oh. that we had horses, and then we had. Not only that, we had a little bit of everything, depending on who you were and what your abilities were. Mm -hmm. Uh, And where were you? Uh, At that time, I was standing at the railroad tracks uh, to keep the herd from going down the track instead of across the track. You
0: were the flag man.
1: I was a, you know, get them across before a train gets them. And usually at that time, trains did not slow down very much on... uh, bunny hop road so uh
0: is that actually the name of the road uh
1: it is now but it's i thought we thought bunny hop road was a road running east and west to my mom and dad's house but it's the road running north and south in front of my mom and dad's house Hmm. yes they live in on bunny hop bunny hop road oh it's very what romantic. Yeah, uh, yeah, kind of.
0: Uh, okay, get you back on the railroad track on a horse.
1: Oh yes, I wasn't on a horse. I was just standing out, uh, waving my arms and and shooing them on across the uh, railroad track. But it so happened that uh, a train was coming unexpectedly. We didn't know we had we had all the timing. And we were trying to get them all to go across because sometimes uh, cattle would f- uh, refuse to go across something like a railroad trap because it has slits in and they get their hooves caught in it. So if you've ever gone across a like bridge that's a guardrail for cattle, they won't cross it mm-hmm. at all. They're really smart. They sense not to do it. So we were trying to hurry them across and we're all screaming at the cattle to try to get him across, and we're screaming at the train, which is kind of crazy, for hoping that it would see us down the track, because it was maybe less than a quarter of a mile from us, and um, it could not get slowed down, and so therefore, I think I grabbed, um, Kelly was on a four-wheeler, and so he was on the other side of the railroad track, and I looked up, and I saw that he was okay, and um, Chelsea was with me, And I grabbed her uh, and picked her up and turned my back to the railroad tracks so that, this sounds horrible, but as the train, the engine of the train hit some of the cattle, sometimes like that, cattle have a tendency to move toward the danger and not away from it. They just kind of gravitate to it for some reason. And so um, pieces of calf, calf or cow would hit me across the back and across my legs. And, and I was trying to pick, uh, protect <laughs> Chelsea from getting hurt. But at the same time, the way I did it, I turned my back and her eyes were <laughs> right on the whole thing. So it's a wonder she wasn't warped for years after seeing that. But that was about the last time that we ever had cattle and had to move them. And we were all great, grateful for that because that was one of the times of the year that we would go, oh, no, it's time to switch pastures with these mm. cows. So, you know, and you could get in trouble if you cause a big wreck and kill somebody. You had some prime roadkill for uh, supper that night, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fresh tenderloin or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So,
0: uh, you miss those days?
1: Uh, not that kind of work. <laughs> no, no. Uh, uh, living on a farm. I, I I miss that a little bit. Yeah, there was always something to do. And, uh, yeah, I enjoy it very much.
0: Well, a military guy told me one time when I was in basic training, he said, uh, when you get older, you will forget the bad stuff and remember the good stuff. Is that the way it is in your farm
1: life? Uh, yes, I guess so. Uh, there wasn't really any bad stuff that I can think of. Uh
0: yeah, see so you, you remember the good yeah, stuff.
1: I rem yeah, I remember all the good stuff. Um I I blame my father for that. Um because he he made um working uh a fun thing. I mean if it you know, working on a farm can be a fun thing. Mm-hmm. My dad made it a fun thing. Mm-hmm. And so did my mom. I mean we, Mom and I would get a kick out of uh, preparing a full course dinner at noon and taking it out on a pickup truck out to the field where the guys wouldn't have to stop and absolutely spread a tablecloth on the back end of a truck and we would have everything and everybody would stop for a little while and chit chat and it was always laughing about different things that had happened, you know, on the farm and things like that, and they always look forward to it. And then my dad always did really enjoy, if you weren't too far away from him, if in the afternoon late, you would happen to stop at the Dairy Queen, if Mm. you had to go in town to unloading grain or something, if you would stop there and get a Sunday on the way back and bring it Mm. mid-afternoon, he would always uh, greet you with one of those uplifted finger things. Uh, pointers. The point fingers. The point fingers and that was your thank you and he was grinning ear to ear and grab his Sunday and take off again. Mm. So yes.
0: You were uh, raised on a 400 acre farm north of Benton with a large herd of cattle and uh, I was raised south of town on a 57 acre farm and we had two cows and uh, my memory of the two cows as a young boy is uh Whenever the cows got ready to, uh, what do you call it? Whenever they gestation, whenever they get ready to uh, uh, crave a bull so that they can have a calf, what they, they, they get oh, in I, a dog just, gets in heat, so I guess a cow gets in heat.
1: He just gets the hots for something. I <laughs> guess I have no idea. I uh, I was a little girl who was sheltered from a lot of that scenery. Yes.
0: Well, uh, Don and. Ken and I guess sometimes Kirby, uh, we had to take that cow with a halter on it down the road to Angus well, Knight's farm
1: for oh, well, the bull. We, we didn't have to do do that because we had our own bull. Yeah, yeah you, yes. you, inbred, so, you you inbred,
0: you 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 were inbred. Yeah, well, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we would go down that road, but you know, whenever you got a cow in heat, uh, she doesn't necessarily want to want to mind and whenever she gets the closer she gets to that bull the faster she goes you know the harder she pulls on that halter and then you take her down and get her service and come back and hope that it takes so that she can have a calf so we can have some milk to live mm. off of and those are memories that I uh that I cherish
1: oh well that's good <laughs> <laughs> that's about all I have to say about that yeah.
0: Okay, enough of the memories. Uh, We're living in today's life, so uh, what what does today hold for the retired rotors?
1: Mm, I think we need to get around and get cleaned up a little bit. I've been a little neglectful about the laundry, so we need to do that and get that done. Also, our puppies are beginning to smell like a puppy, Mm -hmm. and so I think it's about time for their monthly bath (laughs) or it seems like a month but uh, get them all bathed and ready to go so that when we get on our next leg of our trip uh, they will smell fresh and be accepted by all
0: we also have to take our flat tire uh, to Walmart and uh, get it fixed I'm anxious to see what caused it to go flat And you get that tire fixed and determine whether it's good enough for the rest of the trip and uh, get it back on the truck so that uh, we can take off. And uh, Thursday, we're not taking off Thursday. We uh, changed plans a little.
1: Yes, we're instead of heading back home and then taking off and going up north to Colorado for about four days, uh, we've decided to go from here to Colorado and maybe save a few gallons of gas and um, go up there and keep our camper instead of the i'm hoping it's a right decision because i felt very happy about having the cabin because sometimes the weather up there is not very nice and i thought it would be nice to have someplace clean and dry to get into but as usual we have beckoned not beckon we have answered a beckon call from (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, baby uh, girl, a baby girl on her throne. And uh, <laughs> we just threw all that nice nicety out the door um, so that they can probably inundate us with <laughs> muddy clothes and that kind of thing.
0: In other words, we're going to take our camper to Fun Valley instead of staying in a uh, nice, uh, warm cabin.
1: And I don't mean to be pessimistic, but uh, it's finally taken six or seven years uh, that Fun Valley, the last couple of years, has not been my favorite place. The weather is always, I mean, I bet perfect camping up there would be August. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you got to hurry because it's going to get cold again real quick. But we are so high up that we still get all the rain. And one year we had hail on the Fourth of July. And uh, cold weather—I mean—gets down in the forties at night. And if you're wet and cold, it's a—it uh, can be kind of a muddy place. I mean, there's no. This is camping. There's no concrete slabs to get on, mm-hmm. you know, and like that. You're gonna. Your camper's gonna sink a couple of inches and you're gonna have mud and that kind of thing. But I'm all excited.
0: <laughs> well, it's sixteen years or uh, no, six years, seven years, seven years that we're celebrating Augustus' birthday.
1: Yeah, he is seven, right? He's gonna be seven. Yeah.
0: I think so. You're yeah. the uh, mistress of dates. Yeah. You're well, you're the one that's got all the dates. I can't
1: remember the dates they <laughs> they were born. I well, remember I just... the day they were born, but um, I know that Jack and Cormick's ages are even, and Augie's is odd. And they switched this year because there's three years difference between. Cormick and
0: Augie. Well, let's see. Uh, Augie was... Hold that a little closer. Augie was born 15. Yeah. So he'll be 7.
1: 2015. So he'll be 7. That's right. And so then uh, Jack and them will be uh, 11. 11 and 9. 11 and 9. Which I can't believe that... uh, uh, Cormick's the one that surprises me, and, and Jack a little bit too. Jack should be thirteen, mm-hmm. maybe fourteen, and uh, going Cormac, on
0: twenty-one.
1: Yeah, and Cormick certainly isn't. Uh, he he should be older also. Mm-hmm. He's just, he's just tall and he uh, is very, you know, grown up, so.
0: So we're uh, celebrating, and then uh, of course, uh, one of these days we're going to saunter up and see John and his uh, puppies.
1: uh, Yeah, we got a wedding we got to get to first. Yeah, we're
0: coming back here for a wedding in November.
1: Yeah, so then it's going to be kind of um, uh, set and uh, eat mac and cheese for uh, a month or two to save up a little extra cash. And take off again, hoping that the prices of gas goes down. Mm -hmm. I think it's going down again. We were worried that it was going sky high. But I think maybe, I think every place except here in California, uh, the gas prices are nuts.
0: Very high here. I think uh, last night I saw 515. And uh, we had gas prices in Mesa was very high. But... All the way across our trip it got really really
1: cheap oh it was it was it was okay i mean i think we ran into prices like that uh last year coming yeah. across yeah but um we'll see yeah
0: on the wedding it's uh Stephen joe uh his only daughter is getting med- married in november and uh, we'll be back for that carbondale illinois wedding and I notice uh, Barney is uh, shaking around and gazing out the door, so I think Barney is ready for us to get up and shake a leg. Yep.
1: Busy? Yeah. Okay. I'm game if you are.
0: Hey, have a great June 13th, uh, Juneteenth, I think they call June it. Juneteenth. Is it Juneteenth? I think so. Yeah, okay. Happy Juneteenth, Teent. whatever that means. I and, know.
1: It's yeah. like they can't stop by Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
0: I love you, babe. I'll see you uh, on the on the trail. See you at the railroad
1: tracks. <laughs> okay, we'll do Bye bye. Bye. Oh Let's see, what Kelly, is there twelve minutes ago?